Ruth, and welcome back to the podcast, Ruth's Truths. I'm really, really excited for you to listen to this episode, but I have to remind you, everything that I'm saying in this episode is based on my experiences, my thoughts, or opinions, and at the center of all of that is just my truths. Whether or not you can agree or relate to it, I hope you simply just enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. Congratulations, you made it out of 2020. Yes, round of applause because that was kind of hard. <laughs> that year was kind of a dumpster fire. Kind of. A little mini. Nope, it was a full on dumpster fire. Even though we all we all understand 2020 was not a good year. I don't even I don't care who you are. 2020 was rough for everybody. I think there are some people that maybe came out a little bit less um scathed than other people, but nobody came out unscathed. You know, we all had some pretty rough moments and situations and circumstances we had to go through when we were going through 2020. So even though it was very clearly a bad year for everyone, I just want to give it its proper moment and give it a proper little review and go very in-depth about things that were very specific to 2020. Because now that it's just fresh in my mind, I feel like it'll be fun to come and look back at, to listen back at when I'm older. <laughs> I was going to say like 50, but I don't know I don't if this plan is going to last till I'm 50. We'll see. We will really see. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we get it. 2020 was a horrible year with horrible circumstances and a horrible, just not a fun time overall, I'll say. The way that I want to set this episode up is I'm going to go through a list of events and give them a mini review just to remind us a little bit about what 2020 consisted of through the months. And then I'm going to give them a rate. Well, I'm not going to give the events a rate, but after the events, I'm going to bring out some of the things that were a result of some of the events and then I will be talking about what I want to leave in 2020 or what I will be keeping in 2021 but also this is very important I am not going to do a basic review it's not going to be something that's going to be like well through all the trials and tribulations I learned a lot I learned whatever doesn't kill you will always make you stronger like, I don't want that. Nobody wants to hear, nobody wants to hear that. But we all read it through multiple Instagram posts and through multiple Facebook posts by all of our friends. <laughs> it's not going to be one of those. It's boring. 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 Truly boring. And I just want to be 100% honest because Roots Truths, this podcast was basically formed on the idea that mainly very popular concepts like adoption like moving around a lot are talked about in a very positive unrealistic way um i don't think that a lot of people are going to be talking about 2020 in a positive unrealistic way but i just want to be 100 brutally honest a lot of people tend to be optimists but we're not doing that today we're going to be 100 honest the goal of this podcast is to share uncommon thoughts and opinions and maybe these are common thoughts and common opinions and common experiences of 2020 but i want to take my view on them and just be very brutal about them <laughs> events in the year of 2020 so the way that last year was set up it was supposed to be much much better than it actually obviously turned out <laughs> Um, all of the holidays were in prime spots and they were basically perfect. Like you couldn't ask for a year with better holiday placement. 
Valentine's Day was on a Saturday. Halloween was also on a Saturday. Christmas was on a Friday. And New Year's of 2021 was going into a three-day weekend. I remember seeing that and seeing that somebody had pointed that out and being like, Ooh, oh shoot, 2020 is going to be so good. 2020 is going to be my year. <laughs> Let's claim in 2020s. Like there's so many posts like that. I was actually getting excited for this year because I kind of had a horrible year last year. Not as horrible as this one though. Definitely not, but I thought that the year was just so bad and like only good things were gonna come. That's crazy. Who's gonna tell her? Just kidding. She's gonna figure it out. Um, 2020 started out kind of like mediocre. It started off, started off pretty normal. There was kind of talk about the virus, I think in January, in February, but it was kind of just like, <laughs> it's just an it's just illness. An illness what's gonna go on it's just an illness like people deal with illnesses on their own we had no idea that we all were going to as a community have to band together to get rid of the spread of COVID-19 that's crazy January February were kind of like mm, COVID-19 like there's some talk about it but I highly doubt like anything's really gonna be changed like there's no way that COVID-19 was gonna turn into what it was so March happens and just boom all the covid restrictions they're kind of in talk they're kind of they're not in play yet at the beginning of march i remember there was talk of about people wearing masks but it was kind of at the point where it's like if you wear a mask it's like okay yeah you can do that you can go ahead and wear a mask but like never not everyone's gonna wear a mask like if you like really 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 care about your health sure um and i remember my school on march 11th i remember that there was talk around my college about what covid was gonna do but we were all, all kind of like eh, whatever bruh <laughs> i remember one of my classmates pointed out he was like tom hanks and his wife have covid and they're fine the hanks are fine they're old we'll be fine <laughs> that was a legitimate conversation we all had and we all just believed it okay so my school on March 11th sent out an email. This is around the time that COVID was happening, like COVID, I think restrictions were just starting to come out a little bit. So they had to, you know, send out an email, say like what our plan was and how we were going to socially distance. Was socially distance even a concept at this point? I don't know. Anyways, the email reads, I pulled up the email. Concerns about the coronavirus continue in the US and my university i'm not gonna say it just because i don't feel like it <laughs> my university is taking action and offering guidance to keep our community safe as possible as this health crisis evolves for now all classes campus events and programs will continue as scheduled that's what they said on march 11th of 2020 i think they said this sometime around 1 to like 5 p.m it was just like just letting you guys know covid19 is around we are keeping it under control though and then and then march 12th that email was 11th march 12th rolls around not even 24 hours later like that was probably sent at like 1 to 5 p.m and then march 12th at like 7 a.m at 7 a.m., an email comes out and it says, we've been closely monitoring the news around COVID-19 outbreak and 
have decided to move to a digital learning environment. We understand this will impact each of you differently. Please know that our commitment to walk alongside you through your educational journey remains and we are here to continue our services. In-person classes will continue through Friday, March 13th for traditional students. One day apart. Those are not even 24 hours apart. They are... That's it's wild how rapidly that had changed i don't think i've ever seen anything change that rapidly it's you know you know the very start of a thriller where something happens you know like you're living your regular life you see somebody living their regular life and then something comes into play where they have to change their schedule dramatically and you're like oh shoot the movie's beginning but you don't think like oh shoot 2020's beginning you just kind of think like ah this is kind of weird they're just paranoid right they're just paranoid so i had to pack up my whole entire dorm within two days that was it's so sad um having to pack up every single thing when you had no idea it was coming like we had thought that the virus was going to come and then we'd have to be a little bit more safe we'd have to maybe like wear masks in classes we didn't think that we'd have to completely just move out that was insane um yeah so that comes around i get all my things together i was like cool i i guess i'm just homeless for now um let's just see what everyone has to say about this so i sent it in my little family group chat and um i was prepared to go move to north dakota but my brother who only lives 40 minutes away when my parents live 11 hours away offered me their place and I was like oh 100% that's so nice so I started to live with my brother honestly feel very very lucky to have only lived 40 minutes away um and I feel so bad for the international students I went remember one of my friends Noemi I love you so much had to evacuate basically we had plans that day to go out to breakfast or to go out to starbucks or something right after class but instead of doing that like we hadn't talked or anything but she got all packed up that morning for the next day to catch a flight to go back to hungary where she's from i can't even imagine the emotional stress that took i thought that moving 40 minutes away into a place where i'm familiar with was hard it was i mean everyone's struggle was hard but just imagine being an international student wow anyways so that all happens on march 11th and then 12th so the school evicts us and all the covid restrictions are all kind of slowly starting to come into play i remember i specifically remember the last time i went out of the house without wearing a mask like, I remember going to Target to get something because I hadn't, I don't know, I hadn't been properly moved into my brother and sister-in-laws. I wanted to get, I don't know, some sort of household thing or some sort of toiletry type thing. And being in Target and like being so scared that I was going to inhale COVID-19 because COVID-19, like I felt like had been stressed to be this very, I don't know, contagious thing. But at that point, it was like, wear a mask if you want not we're mandating masks and they're required so i remember going to target and being like ah shoot and like just walking around target being like i'm gonna accidentally end, end myself, myself.
and it's just gonna be my fault because I chose to go out. So then I like came back to the house and didn't get out of the house for weeks. For weeks. I think a lot of Americans didn't get out of the house for weeks. Um, and when the mask mandates came out, it was it was kind of like a sigh of relief. It was kind of like getting a little bit of a plan. But what shocked me most about what happened when the masks started to be required was the pushback from people. People that would be like, I don't want to wear a mask because it makes me uncomfortable. And I will not be a slave to the system. That's just how it felt. I really feel like 2020 showed us a type of attitude that we would not or could not know how to prepare for before this year at all. Like, it's not even able to be described accurately if you hadn't lived through this year because it's really not that simple. The idea that the whole nation was going to have to be prepared for a disease that's highly contagious and in order for you to be as safe as you can was to wear a mask and then just not go out. But the fact that just a lot of people didn't want to wear masks was so weird to me because it just kind of felt like it was just for various irrational reasons. It's so weird to me that the concept of being an anti-masker was semi-popular. I'm not saying that majority of people were anti-maskers. I don't think the majority of people were anti-maskers. But the fact that there were even anti-maskers at all, and the fact that there are viral videos that you can watch now of people being like, People treat people me, treat so, me horribly so horribly because, because I, I don't, don't want to wear a mask. But yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Just imagine explaining this year to a child who didn't have to live all of this. I will eventually have to explain all of this to my child. Or I could just, I guess, gaslight. <laughs> oh, you horrible person. I could just gaslight, gaslight them and pretend like this whole year didn't exist. Just kidding. I don't mean like gaslight in a serious way. I mean like, I could just not explain this year. But also I feel like I kind of have to because this is an extremely important piece of history. But just imagine explaining to a child, there's a highly contagious disease. And in order for you not to get the disease, it only makes sense that you would stay home so you don't go out and contract it and then spread it and maybe if you do contract it there are things that you wear called masks you can buy them anywhere but a lot of people just don't want to do that because of the sake for the sake of we live in a free country and no virus is gonna stop me from living my life like that's what people think but the problem with the virus isn't gonna stop me from living my life is that it could stop somebody else from living period stop you from living a living or living as healthy as you are now whether or not it's a risk to you that you are willing to take it's a risk to somebody else that you should be mindful of and the fact that people just are just like i just don't want to wear a mask because i just don't feel like it it's sad yeah that was the start of 2020 and that's kind of how the vibe of 2020 really went from march on <laughs> That's how everything went. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give some of these a rating. COVID-19. I'm gonna give you a zero out of ten. Obviously, destroyed a nation, still kept creeping around every corner like a toxic ex. And most of us would avoid any contact and try our best not to be in contact, but some just don't care and invite the virus, or in this case, an ex, to inhabit their space. And the thing about a toxic relationship is it doesn't just affect you 
it affects everybody around you and i feel like a lot of people knew that next masks 10 out of 10 recommend we love masks we stand masks nothing more to say about that what a lovely invention um anti-maskers two out of ten because there's always room at, room for redemption i feel um you could be having a bad day and just want to take it out on the concept of wearing a mask and you can work your way out of a toxic relationship or a toxic mindset because it not only affects you but everyone around you do your do better and get yourself to being a 10 and you know i want to say with being in a christian conservative environment the vibe to me felt like a lot of people didn't want to wear masks because they were like listen we're highly favored we're christians the virus won't affect us because god is looking out for us and to that i say no no i have a problem with people who like to play god and say listen that's not gonna affect me because i pray about it and if you're scared about it then you're not a real christian i remember getting that message from so many people even when the covid restrictions had just barely started we had started to be kicked out i was in one of my classes and one of my professors was so against it they were very much like we're a christian institution this shouldn't have to affect us like we're gonna be okay no sickness affects everyone god is going to be for you i fully believe god is going to be for you through sickness and health really you're not exempt from sickness because you're a christian and you don't need to pray harder in order for you to be exempt from an illness but i remember a lot of people like people that were close to me even still think that today like god's got me god's always going to protect me i'm not going to fall ill because god is always looking out for me um wrong there are so many people that i know there are people in the bible that have gotten sick and god just never healed them does it mean that he didn't protect them or didn't love them absolutely not i don't <laughs> i don't feel like i'm equipped to talk about this but the fact that people are like listen god's got me no he's got you through anything you go through god has cancer patients in his hand god has covid19 patients in his hand god has the people that have died with him right now i think i feel peace with being a christian and falling sick and falling to horrible circumstances it doesn't mean that my faith isn't strong enough if i fall into them it just means that my faith will be tested and will be much stronger hopefully afterward i just i hate that people think if you have contracted COVID-19 or if you're scared of COVID-19, you're just not praying hard enough. My dad, a pastor, a pastor got COVID-19. <laughs> Was he not praying hard enough? Somebody who commits their lives to speaking the word of God got COVID-19. And, and people still have the audacity to be like, listen, if you're a Christ follower, you will never get COVID-19. <laughs> yes, you will yes you will i just okay that mini rant is over i'm sorry if you're a christ follower and you believe you're exempt from covid19 you're not you're absolutely not god's gonna be for you no matter what you go through anyways next rate zoom zoom university 
Okay, I'm gonna give Zoom a 6 out of 10 for any class. I hate Zoom. I didn't even know I could hate an aspect of school as much as I did until Zoom happened. It was, it was not fun. And I still have some Zoom classes in the future, of course. It only makes sense that I will. But no one logs onto Zoom and is like, wow. I love this format. I am paying 100% of attention to what every single person is saying at all times because I am fully engaged. No one wants to be in Zoom classes and it just shows. My classes were just giving me very much, I'm here doing the bare minimum because I'm in my house and in 30 minutes I can get back to watching Tiger King because now this class is hindering me from doing that. <laughs> Um, I just remember being in like Zoom classes and seeing people like in their little masks, in like face masks, not face masks, not like face covering masks, but like beauty masks and in like pajamas and like just giving me like, I'm in the house and I don't even care. I just feel like I'm always somebody who cares about presentation and like how you represent yourself no matter what environment you're in. It just kind of feels kind of disrespectful to me when somebody is just clearly showing that they do not care about what's going on in class. And just Zoom just very much feels like, wow, we have all given up as a whole. <laughs> Zoom, can't stand Zoom. I've got some of my worst grades over Zoom presentations because of technical difficulties and not being able to have a good internet connection it just i hate the fact that i have to position myself in like great situations <laughs> i'm not saying that zoom is bad like we should stop doing zoom classes i highly recommend that we keep doing zoom classes just for our health but yikes just a horrible time which brings me into my next point barely is tiger king oh my gosh what a wild ride of a show i'm gonna say eight out of ten but i have a hard time saying 8 out of 10 giving it such a high rating because it's such entertaining content that for some reason the whole nation loved um let me just say this if you're a content creator if you had a show in 2020 your ratings probably went through the roof because everyone was bored in the house and in the house bored and rarely is there a whole show there a whole show a whole show that a whole nation can love and post about and like get into debates about and start groups about but people posted about it and loved it in unison america loved it in unison and i applaud tiger king for being that show actually it's kind of gross to say that i applaud that because they're all real life villains all of them Every single one of them is a real life villain. That show was rooted in really shallow ideas. And just based off the fact that everyone was obsessed with the level that they're at or the level that they're shown to be at. Um, hence, you know, the title Tiger King. Like you're, you always want to be the Tiger King. And who was the real Tiger King? Also, the real effects that show probably had on the animals is probably pretty horrible. Um, nobody really cared about those tigers. I remember, wasn't there like a little segment in the show where like the tigers were looking really skinny because they couldn't afford um, to feed the tigers. That was, that's horrible. I wonder where they're at now. I think they're at like some zoo, of course, but they really just need to not be at zoos. The idea of zoos is kind of gross to me. The fact that we all gather around and just like look at animals in these tiny, tiny spaces just for our entertainment 
I just, I don't know, I can't, especially coming from Africa, being around safaris and such, I hadn't been to a zoo until I had gone into America, but seeing an animal in its natural habitat freely just roam and knowing that you're the intruder, just seeing that, like being in a car and seeing animals and then going from that to being in a zoo and seeing zoos, it's kind of, it's really sad and it's kind of heartbreaking to know that we did that. We just interrupted where they're naturally supposed to be at before our entertainment. But you know, I don't really know the in-depth pros and cons of zoo life, but Tiger King is kind of just disgusting. But for how captivating it is and for how Wow, I'm just talking about how I'm enjoying the entertainment of Tiger King, but I'm critiquing it at the same time. I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> I'm going to say 8 out of 10 for how captivating the show was and how the story was something that was very fun to follow. But 3 out of 10 for the show's real life effects because it's absolutely horrible. Um, next thing I'm going to rate, staying at home. 8 out of 10 highly recommend because we've never had to stay at home for weeks and months at a time um so we all really didn't know how to do that i'm gonna say eight out of ten because i highly recommend you stay at home in order to not spread anything and as an introvert it's kind of easier for me to be more creative but the two points are off just because it's just like we've never been through this there's no blueprint for how to do anything so the struggle of staying at home was very real movies that came out in 2020 i only have like three so hamilton came out on disney plus which was so cool i'd heard so much about hamilton hamilton um you know what hamilton is like i know you know what hamilton is if you don't you can just look it up but everybody knows what hamilton is highly recommend if you haven't seen it if you don't have disney plus get it just for hamilton <laughs> it was such an amazing experience to watch i stayed up and watched it with my sister-in-law so so awesome i'm gonna give that just 10 out of 10 you can't even do i can't even like i don't feel like a lot of things earn 10 out of 10s but hamilton is such a well thought out experience and just such a great show um okay another movie my favorite movie of 2020 that came out was The Invisible Man. I think that was such a good movie. I'm really not, I used to not be into thrillers and into horror. I guess Invisible Man isn't really horror, it's just more thriller. But that thing, that was scary and I liked it a lot. I'm gonna give it uh, a 9 out of 10. The things that I will be leaving in 2020. I'm going to be leaving entertaining anyone who fight to prove that they are oppressed, <laughs> aka the anti-maskers. Anti-maskers are getting left in 2020 and they should have never even been a product of 2020. Gross, disgusting, 0 out of 10, hate that. Another thing that we are going to be leaving in 2020 is performance activism. And this is something that I kind of struggled to want to write down because 2020 was the year of performance activism. Obviously, a bunch of stuff happened. Um, if you want to listen to my views on things that activism is about, if you want to listen to something that kind of encompasses 
why I'm leaving performance activism as a whole. In 2020, you can listen to my Black Lives Matter rant, because I pretty much give all of my thoughts on that in there, and I don't really feel like repeating everything I said. But basically, performance activism, if you're not sure about what that is, is just people caring too much about how they look when it comes to activism as opposed to activism as a whole. If you care about looking like you're informed as opposed to just being informed and then sharing that, then you're putting on a performance. And honestly, it was kind of a hard year to be somebody who normally doesn't pay attention to all of that stuff, to feel like, am I doing this? because I truly care or am I doing this because I feel peer pressured to and I think it's good to feel pressure to do something that is right but I also think it forced a lot of people to look like they were participating in something they truly did not care about the pressure is good the education is good um but I feel like a lot of people that posted black squares or that posted certain stories Maybe they had grown from the time that I'd known them, but a lot of people, I'm like, I know they don't care. Like, I know they don't care. And I know they're doing this because they just feel the heat look like they're some sort of activist. So I really struggle with performance activism because it's really good to care about certain social issues and injustices, but a lot of you guys are putting on a lot of performances and it shows but the reason that you're doing it is probably just because you don't want to look like you're a racist or you don't care about certain things that impact a lot of people. It's just hard to know what is a performance and what isn't. Even some things that I will see, I'll be like, oh, I should post about that because I want to look like I care. But if I think like, I should post about that because I want to look like I care, I don't. I don't. Um, and it's really, really sad and really, really hard to come to terms with like what you should give your attention to, but you can't give your attention to every single thing that pops up or every single thing that is reposted but you should try to care about something that typically wouldn't affect you but you could make a difference in i it's a really hard balance of trying to do that another thing we're leaving in 2020 is praising people who are mediocre and making them wildly famous or gassing them up way too much this is never gonna stop i'm fully aware but i just want to put it out into the universe recognize the people that are mediocre or the things that are mediocre that you're praising heavily um i might just be a jealous person i probably am but i'm also kind of just like this listen this needs to stop um i feel like we praise a lot of mediocre things so anytime any girl posts any sort of a selfie it's like oh my gosh queen went off slay you are it like you know that's mediocre. You know she looks mediocre. You know this is a mediocre stuff. Like, I just, I don't know. When people praise things that are mediocre, I'm like, wow. Um, I don't know if that's support or if that's just unfair praise. I don't know. Um, another thing I really want to leave in 2020 that I know is not going to be left in 2020 and that will definitely carry on to 2021 is Crocs. Okay, I'm just going to plead, please, listen. I even bought one of my friends Crocs <laughs> because they asked for it and I love them. But I just, I just really want us to be fully aware of what we're doing when we entertain things like Crocs. Can you imagine stepping out of the house 
and seeing everyone wearing Crocs, when you can imagine a shoe, when you can envision a shoe being worn by everyone, I feel like that's a determinant of whether or not it's cute or ugly. If I see more than 20 people in a crowd wearing Crocs, I'm like, that's disgusting. The thought of that is very disgusting and it is not pleasant. Um, Crocs, please leave them in 2020. I don't even know how to plead even more. Um, another thing I want to leave in 2020, Jeffree Star's Cosmetics and Shane Dawson as a whole, just him as a person. I don't feel like I need to go in depth to that. If you know, you know. Um, I'm not into doing like a whole rundown of why they just need to stay in 2020, but they do. They're rich enough, they're popular enough that they'll be fine. Some people are redeemable, I believe that. I don't fully believe in cancel culture, but I believe that they just need to just not be redeemed. It just needs to stop. Okay, last thing that we are leaving in 2020 is just comparison, because I feel as though a lot of people know the quote of comparison is the thief of joy, and 100% it is. Um, I feel like comparison stops a lot of people from doing exactly what they want to do. Like, if you feel like you want to start a YouTube channel, it's hard to want to start a creative project when there's already so many creative projects that are out there that are like super successful and super intimidating. There's nothing, there's not a lot of good things that can come out of comparing yourself to other people. It will really stop a lot of growth or even stop the idea of wanting to try something. So yeah, stop comparing yourself to other people. I need to do this. I, that's the only reason that I'm putting this in here is because I don't do a lot of things as I compare myself to other people. Predictions for 2021. First and most important thing is I predict that Harry Styles would be voted the sexiest man alive. I looked it up. He has never been voted the People Magazine's sexiest man alive. <laughs> sexiest man alive. And if it doesn't happen, I'm suing because it just doesn't really make sense that anybody else could get to this point. If Blake Shelton has been voted sexiest man alive, what are we doing that Harry Styles has not been voted sexiest man alive? Although I'm very happy, I'm ecstatic that as of the last two years, it has been Michael B. Jordan and Idris Elba. Those are some good looking men. And it doesn't even hurt that they're black men. But it's Harry Styles time. For real, Harry Styles, I feel like, has sparked a lot of controversy and people have sparked a lot of controversy, caused a lot of talk, tend to get put on those type of lists. Harry Styles is 100% unapologetically him. There's nobody more on trend and more perfect for that role than Harry. I'm not even like a Harry Styles stan. I like him a lot. I used to be One Directioner, but I'm not like wasn't like that intense um he's just i just think he's the blueprint <laughs> for what a sexy man is and that's just what i'm gonna leave it at another prediction is that covid restrictions really won't be lifted until the fall um i don't really know what all that includes when i'm even saying that Ooh, i don't I don't think that we're really being smart. It's so sad that Austra it's so sad that everywhere else has had such success with lifting COVID. And I know a lot of people like to argue, well, other countries are just much smaller than America is, and much smarter apparently, just more rational for some reason. Um, and also, there's the idea that plays in. They, there also there is the idea that you know, like 
America's different states and we have different state restrictions. But still, if you listen to your state restrictions if everybody did, I feel like we'd have much less cases. I don't think the COVID restrictions will be lifted until fall, maybe even as of 2022. We'll really see how this goes down. Because I see a lot of people going out to places without masks or maybe even with masks, but there'll be a large group of people as if it's 2022. As if we've just gone through a whole year. As if we've just gone through a whole strict year of not going out. It has not been a strict year. Okay. Last prediction. I don't know if this is a prediction because I've talked about this before. May or I may or may not be getting engaged in 2021. I hope so. I'm just going to leave it at that. I may or may not be getting engaged in 2021. And if I am, yay. Oh my gosh, so exciting for me. I <laughs> also really want to make a episode on being engaged young in the age of 2020, 2021. Um, because I feel like a lot of people don't really like the thought of it. Our generation is the worst about marriage. We just have like the most things to say about uncommon, unpopular things. <laughs> um, but I just want to say... You're not the blueprint. I feel like also we have a large, we have a good concept on being unique. If you have something to say about something that you're not, that you can't relate to, and you're like, oh, that thing is just weird because I can't relate to it. I feel like a lot of Americans go through or should understand that you are not the blueprint. Your parents are not the blueprint for you. Whoever has done something successful, um has lived their life successfully they are not the blueprint like nobody is the blueprint for your life but you and we're all just kind of figuring it out so i'm gonna end this off on i'm very excited to upload weekly and i'm very very excited to keep growing this podcast because it's something that i very much enjoy doing and also along with this what i've learned most about starting this is that you should really support your friends and you should really support small local creators not only because i'm a small creator but also just if you have a friend that has a shop if you have a friend that is pursuing something that could really use your support just do it this is gonna sound really really harsh but it makes me sad that when creators die like musicians die or people have shows die their ratings go up because of their death because everyone wants to pay was it is it homage or homage is it homage pay homage to them it makes me sad that people like if i died tomorrow guarantee you so many people would start to listen to my podcast and i don't want that to be the case if your friend dies tomorrow and you know that they have something that you're not supporting start supporting them today like they're dying like really just because we're all (laughs) really we are all in the process of dying and you don't know when you're gonna die so if you have the chance to if you have to have the opportunity to support your friends support small creators support local businesses